welcome to the Skeptic Wire. It's June 22nd, 2011. You're listening to The Skeptic Wire. Yay! Broadcasting from the Go Recording Studios in San Antonio, Texas. Indeed. I'm David Harcourt, joined as always by Gary Lawn. Hello. Greg Perrine. Ahoy, hoy. And Donna Swefford. Hi. <laughs> so, we missed you last week, Greg. Oh, did you? What have you been up to? You missed me, huh? You yeah, guys, we had so much fun. You guys me. totally threw me under the bus. First of all, with the Poe thing, you don't give me any credit, any points of, for victory of doing it the first time of stumping you both. I oh, tried. Come on. And then, that, then you throw me under the, under the bus with having a, a, our first podcast under an hour, and it's all my fault. <laughs> I'm the one who's keeping us at an hour and a half. Sure. That's a compliment. Right? <laughs> you have interesting things to say. He does go on, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Just rants and rants and rants. That was meant as a compliment. Take it as a compliment. Screw you, bot guys. I'm going home. We're going for an hour and 40 minutes today, just, just to make you feel better. In fact, we're not stopping. We're going for 24 hours. <laughs> But no, I had a fun trip. It was, you know, good seeing old friends um, and a family wedding and all that. Even though it was kind of a hippy dippyish pagan wedding, but it was it was a very nice. And a very hippy sweet. dippy pagan wedding? Yes. You sound uh-huh. disappointed in that. Would you Would you prefer? At a least it was like wedding? a full on like Catholic Nazi salute wedding kind of thing. <laughs> I once to once to I once went to a Catholic wedding where there was part of the service where we were all supposed to bless the couple. And we were all told to do the Nazi salute with the right hand extended, fingers out, the whole thing. What? Yes. It was very bizarre. I, I, Whence I was, comes that? I don't know. It was very <laughs> uncomfortable. But none of that uncomfortableness here from my, my cousin's wedding. So well, the Catholic nice. religion and Nazism has always had an in- interesting relationship. Yeah, just it? a bit. No, instead you had flowers and fairies yeah. and stuff. Oh, my. <laughs> oh, my. More of the oh my. <laughs> well, so that was your trip? Yeah, it was good. Well, good. Glad to be back. Though. Welcome back. Welcome back. So yesterday was the summer solstice, so today Yay! is the Yay! second longest day of the year. Yeah, tied. Tied for the second longest day of the year. That's right. We're, we're, over, we're over the curve. And we had our nice little solstice celebration yesterday, which is very yep. nice. Yep, and we, we sat outside. In the hot. <laughs> and they had the skeptics in the pub. Still about 100 degrees. Except it was outside the pub, but... Within the, the boundaries skeptics of the park. In the region of the pub. Right. The general area of the pub. The sweat sticks in the pub. Well, okay. We're going to move right into the lightning round. Oh. Are you ready? Yeah, yeah. I, need to, uh, I need to come up with a song for that one, too, then. Lightning, lightning, lightning round. Lightning, lightning, lightning round. Lightning, lightning, lightning round. Don't that. was actually yeah, longer than I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe just a lightning bolt. You can fix it in post. Don't worry about it. I think that we did very well on oh, the improvisation. Shoot. We don't have our timer ready. I'm sorry. Curse the luck. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, we need to get the, uh, the timer started here. I have a feeling some of this is getting edited out. Lightning round. <laughs> Lightning round. <laughs> <laughs> okay, is so, everybody ready? Yeah. Are you ready? <laughs> I am absolutely ready for the lightning round. I've got my timer. 
I've got my dinger. And I've got my stories. And we've got a theme song. Lightning round. Lightning round. Somehow I, I want to wash my clothes. <laughs> a little too saccharine for you? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Here we go. Oh. Okay. Uh, Gary. Oh, we're going to go one by one. Okay. Well, we're... Okay. You can do the intro first before he starts the timer, though. I can ask... I can ask questions throughout the round. Okay, that's fine. I'm going to let you start this one off. Okay. Okay? North Carolina state legislators um, <clears throat> are, are passing a bill that would license uh, natural paths in the state of North Carolina. What do you think of that? I think it's a great idea. Um, a, the only problem is it gives credence to quacks. Uh, for example, the, uh, I did read and watch... The, I read the article and watched the the video, and the guy has a four year degree, and he's a doctor. <laughs> he wants to be called a doctor. He wants to be called, no. He, he he's called a doctor of nat- naturopathy, uh, and but he, and homeopathy, but I don't think you can get a doctorate in f- just four years. I mean, I got my undergraduate in four years. Not a not a good doctorate. Maybe right. like anthropology or something. Right. <laughs> <laughs> So it's like you know, I'm an undergraduate. So I could get, I have my doctor doctorate in engineering. So what do you guys think? Should we have should we license no. natural paths? Yes, I think we should because I think we should know about them and I think that they should be on a list. Somewhere? Yes, they should be on the I, list. I think somewhere. we should radio tag them like we do with sharks <laughs> in the wild. Right. And since we can't, we can put them on a list. We can put them on a list, and then we know where not. to And go. then we'll put them in a ghetto, and then send them off to the showers. And oh, the, the, the one problem being, of course, that they, it gives credence to their exactly thing, and that's not a good thing. So that's what I think. Ding. One ninety seconds. There we go. Yay, Donna. Yes. You you watch some of these uh, Miss America, Miss USA. No, responses. I just read about them on the news. You read I don't about actually them. watch them. Okay. They, there are some very interesting responses to the question of should evolution be taught in school. What is your assessment of those their responses? <laughs> First off, I don't know what to do. That was not me. Stay away from my dinner. <laughs> This Gary. is not that kind of show. Yeah, stop <laughs> playing with David's dinger. Seriously. Well, first of all, the responses <laughs> that, that I no saw dinger. from the Miss, um, Miss USA candidates actually made me weep for the No Child Left Behind Act. and actually wanted to kind of keep it in there because obviously there are a lot of children left behind. <laughs> but, you know, the fact that 2 out of 51 actually kind of sort of gave... An appropriate response about evolution being a science. science. Yeah. No, four, four of them. Four of them total had a sciencey kind of a sciencey kind of yeah. maybe sort of. But, but it, it still reeked of the teach the controversy. Yeah, stuff. Yes, yes. yes, about how we have to teach all aspects of it. Like they accepted the science, but they said. But, you know, everybody believes different things, Thanks. so, you but, know, waffle, waffle. But I do have to give it credit that the one one of the girls that was leaning more toward science actually won. Yeah. So yeah. I, I, I was not... It, yeah, but her best response was, uh, I was tired in school, and therefore it must be no, true. She said she was a science geek, and she loves that stuff. Yeah, she didn't really show it. That's a good thing. On the, yeah. other, hand, thing. On the other hand, she she's not, you know, good at extemporaneous speaking. 
Neither are But she's pretty. Greg, what do you think of incandescent <laughs> light bulbs? And uh, what do you think of Texas's... I was going to start that... I was going to give him 90 seconds. I, I Right. So, oh, okay. I see I reset it. <laughs> see where it says zero? Okay. Comes up. <laughs> I like we're going to cut that. <laughs> Greg, what's wrong with incandescent light bulbs? <laughs> well, they're not terribly efficient. <laughs> What is well the secret uh, word of the day we're not allowed to say? Um, they're not terribly efficient, and there was a law passed under George W. Bush, Mr. Conservative himself, that said we need more efficient light bulbs by 2013 or 2014, something like that. So, you know, it seems like the people in Texas, the lawmakers in Texas especially, decided screw that, we're not going to follow the, the federal laws. We're going to do unconstitutional stuff like say, we don't care about your federal law, we're going to pass our own Texas law. States rights. We're, we're, yeah. we're going to build our own but, incandescent bulbs. But they forget, you know, the whole fact of, you know, that states' rights only apply if there's not an actual federal law in place. And mm. if there well, is a... Well, especially in the Constitution, but, you know... Well, you know, it also kind of helps that if they say... They can't make a state law that contradicts a federal law. It would also help our newsmakers to know that That's, there are no incandescent light bulb manufacturers. Here in Texas, because the whole law was, if a Texas manufacturer makes one, damn it, we're going to sell it. And there are none. <laughs> and, you know, you buy one little light bulb in East Texas, you walk Texas. over the border, and all of a sudden, you're you're you know, you're being illegal because, you know, the incandescent light bulbs are illegal in Louisiana. Ha ha, I beat the buzzer. I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. Oh, yeah? Gary? Yo. What do women like? <laughs> Gary uh, doesn't know. I like how... Long walks on the beach. <laughs> driving. Dudes driving hot, fast cars. That's what women like. And there's a oh, psychology yes. that professor... that really turns me on. There's a, there's a marketing professor that says so, and I believe marketing professors because they're trying to sell me a fast car. But it was specifically women who are interested in short-term relationships. Short-term one-night hookups are more likely to be attracted to a guy who's flashy with his money, like having a penis-shaped car kind of thing. Which is why I'm putting an airfoil on my van. (laughs) (laughs) What about those little neon underlight things? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm getting all of that because it's going to be flashy. You know what? It's paid off, too, girls. It's paid off. (laughs) I own my car. Gary Long, <laughs> but this, available for dating. This is this is one of those studies that kind of follows falls under the well, you know, duh category. Well, but if you hear a lot of them talk about, oh, you know, they all think the guy with the flash thing is a complete prick, generally speaking. But uh, turns out um, he is, and so that's why they like him. Is this a whole, gr- you, know, you know, the the girls that we want that I want to date always date assholes. There was a recent study. they like they study. like the confidence of that kind of guy. I'm a confident guy, yeah. I think. You think there I'm was a study not like, too long ago? They're like dripping with confidence. That men spend more money in the presence of good-looking women. Yeah. So it kind of dies. Oh, so that's why men never spend money around me. <clears throat> Jeez. <laughs> now I. We're know. driving you to Tim Minchin. What more do you want? Okay, did you guys sure. see the? You know, there's going to be a uh, press conference tomorrow, I believe, 
about this d- best Bigfoot evidence since like <laughs> yes! 1967. Did you right. guys see this picture? What do y'all think? That picture uh, is ridiculous. <laughs> you know what? All it proves is that Bigfoot is a stalker. Because <laughs> if you look, I I thought it looked kind of like the scream mask a, a little bit because the the look like the mouth, the jaw was way down, or maybe his dislocated jaw. <laughs> Maybe he got in a fight with Mrs. Bigfoot and she I'm surprised. slapped him around. Sure. I'm surprised nobody said that it looked like Mary. Mary, Mother of God. Ooh, good point. Someone out there must be thinking that. Could have been Jesus. That's Probably the, have to turn it one way or the other. Oh, that's yeah. Jesus. Well, you know, you know. Yeah, but it's not on a piece of toast. <laughs> right, but, but she could have been coming down from the sky and, yeah. you know, was upside down. Was flying and then smacked <laughs> into the side of the garden like, smack, <laughs> Yeah. So we're not so, convinced that this is good evidence. Not convinced. The, the interesting thing is they did mention in Ooh, um, they DNA? in the article that... Um, they swapped a, for DNA! Yeah, a forensic specialist for 14 years is going to test the DNA. Well, if they got DNA, great, let's test it. If it's actual you know, stuff, then okay, great, proof. That would be wonderful. Yes, but it's not coming back in 20 minutes like on CSI, so obviously it can't Lies. be right. And compared to what? Well, if it's non-human... Yeah. If if they can't find an analog, that'd be yeah. interesting. On the other hand, it, it could just be dust. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And they're like, well, it's But if they actually find human. DNA, great, proof. But I love how all the articles constantly talking about all this appeals to authority. Everybody has 20 years experience and they're you know, award-winning and licensed and fuck you, I'm going to keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'd not leaving. Not, but... Donna, what's special about Alfie the Sheep? Alfie the sheep. Oh, you gotta love Alfie. Alfie is a, a sheep in Australia who basically beat the shit out of its owner. Alfie's an asshole. <laughs> well, she was sweet. She was he, until she, he, she, she, he, she it, it, the sheep. The sheep. The sheep decided to beat up its owner, and then the owner went in and found out where she had the bruise, that there was a breast oh. cancer tumor, and she's but, being treated, and we hope that the owner is... Doing well and but everything but else. But it seems but mostly it's the headline writer who said it was a psychic sheep. Psychic, psychic <laughs> Nobody else is saying it's a psychic sheep. Yeah. They're just saying, hey, he saved, he or she saved her life. Isn't this a good thing? No one else is saying. Well, psychic. but it, it calls. Go ahead. One of the lines in the article was the doctors and nurses said if Alfie hadn't done what he did, oh, so apparently it's a he. When he did it, I wouldn't have found the lump for a few years, by which time it would have spread. That's that's what I'm pointing. You know, all the quotes are like, "Isn't this great? This happened. She was really lucky." But there was no actual quotes of, "Oh my God, geez, that's a miracle." Yeah, but apparently the sheep is very docile, and it was one of the few times the sheep had ever really huh, acted right. out. So hence the psychic. Sheep. Well, yeah. maybe her tumor smelled like hamburger, and the the sheep really wanted to get at the hamburger. I'm saying I'm saying it's the crazy, you know. Crazy sheep yeah. from you know Kiwi were like. But it's, ah! it's the nice <laughs> dolphin. It's the nice dolphin effect where people always remember the dolphins that rescue people, not the dolphins that, that lead eat. people out to sea because people die. <laughs> Congratulations! Okay. I'm just getting so good at this. Last topic. Aww. This is what I give to all of you. Um, researchers have discovered that a protein in the human retina, when placed in fruit flies has the ability to detect magnetic fields. That's the coolest thing ever. So well, we ever. possibly have this magnetic sense. I mean, we, we actually have cells that, that can act as a magnetic sense. We don't know what they're doing, 
But uh, well, we know cool. when we transferred the protein or the gene to a fruit fly, it had some magnetic sense. We don't know if our bodies still use it in that way. You know, we may have repurposed yeah. those proteins or whatever for some other purpose, or maybe the gene doesn't exist. Well, I guess the gene, the gene is active. The gene, the gene exists, but and whether it detects it's magnetic or not. fields. <laughs> But is it is it active? Is it actually producing anything in the humans, they, or is it yeah. kind of junk DNA? Going back a couple and, weeks, and they say we that they can see magnet lines. I would like I'd like to try that. Uh, I'll volunteer for that. I think it'd be pretty cool. <laughs> I mean, if if it's if it's true, that's fascinating. It would be interesting, but it's one study. Hmm. Yeah, it's one study, and and it, it'll be interesting to see if it if it falls under the uh, replicability thing. Right. <laughs> and I mean, it was, other other they animals were like tying wires to the fruit flags lie uh, legs right. to make them actual sense something. So there's a lot of you know stuff but going it is on. Not, it is that, that other other animals do have a sense of, of right. magnetism. And I'm going back to biology 101. I'm really really <laughs> sorry, Dr. Lin, here because I don't remember the actual apparatus on a shark right. that Definitely. does it. But it's you, nose. <laughs> but we, yeah, we there's plenty we, of animals that but once it got to the, the the apes and stuff we have just may have lost that sense and those proteins well, got repurposed our, to something our else our heads are bigger than most insects or we yeah. could have a really cool sixth sense that we're barely aware of oh, which would be awesome so, I, seventh sense oh, you eight, lost your dinger eight, eight. <laughs> ding actually you're right eight because we have a sense of gravity and sense of uh Fair play in the sense of sense justice, of, sense of style. Yeah. Some well, of us. So our thirty second sense. <laughs> Don't look at me and with scoff with sense of style, just because they wear cargo pants. <laughs> you look like Kevin Smith. Come on. He's wearing a button down shirt. Kevin Smith hey, doesn't wear the button down shirt. No, he doesn't. Once in a while, he does. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, now we have, a, we have a couple of more stories we he's want to just, talk about. I'm sorry that he's not out <clears throat> pimping drugs in front of movies, okay? <laughs> it could be your second job. Now, Gary, you brought up this this really interesting uh, article about autism and tech tech people. So yes. Want to talk about that? I, I thought it was uh, very interesting. By the way, you put two R's in my name. <laughs> <laughs> Gary. Gary. Um, (laughs) So a study came out from the Netherlands, um, and it was one of the first uh, that targets IT workers and their families. And it turned out that the IT employees had a larger number of autistic children than those outside of this area. And so they're saying that might be a genetic component, which kind of goes against what they're saying about autism in general because it seems that they're saying autism is not necessarily genetic, but it's more, um, what's it called? During during, utero. In utero, thank you. Where it's a developmental, although it could be triggered by genes. So uh, this also goes back to uh, the Silicon Valley studies, which also has a uh, larger proportion of children who are autistic, apparently. But there were some problems with the studies because the IT center in the Netherlands is uh, a richer area, so they probably have access to better doctors, and they may be diagnosed more than around. Yeah. So it would be interesting to go back and see if this yeah. is, in fact, the case. Yeah, but, but it, there, there is pretty good evidence because they've, they've found this in other high-tech centers. This is true. Right. 
So right. and, and this, I, I did not, you said you'd heard of this. I had never heard of this, and it, it, it's very interesting. So they're saying basically is that high-tech people are kind of, they're high-tech people because they're kind of drawn to that kind of... Attention to detail. Attention to detail, less social type, type of jobs, and then they're having autistic children. Right. At a higher rate. So they're at, made, at a higher rate. Now, then you've got the whole nature-nurture thing. <laughs> right. You also have a group of people who are also more educated in right. general than the general surrounding populace. So they are probably also more aware of the symptoms of autism and might just be a case of it's better diagnosed as opposed to, you know, back when we were all well, kids and that was just yeah. the weird or, kid sitting in the corner. <laughs> but you also have... I mean, you have other highly educated professionals to compare against. So you should be able to rule that out pretty easily. Well, it doesn't say in the article whether they did or not. Yeah. So it's yeah, hard yeah. To, for us to tell yeah. us lately. It's, it's hard to say whether they did any tests because there isn't there, is there a marker, genetic marker for autism? Or, no. or not brain, really. Um, there, there is for the brain. They, the, there's a brain, a difference in the brain right. when they're one year old. Children. Yeah, yeah. When they're one. So it would be interesting to see if... That plays in, or whether the just the kids just aren't raised uh, socially. <laughs> I don't think I don't think it's that they're raised socially because it starts so early. And, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, there may be some yeah. small genetic component that is exacerbated by conditions in the womb. Yeah, which you know that's every uh, situation like this. It's it's some combination of nature and nurture. You can't say it's all yeah. nature. nature. But and it all looks nature. like the, the the most recent studies that are coming out is pointing more and more to a genetic component. At least a genetic susceptibility. Yeah, I would agree with the susceptibility because we know that vaccines, for example, don't cause autism. Yes, they don't. We know that. Shush. Yes. We know that. Yes. So therefore, don't autism <laughs> is not a. Um, a condition that you get after it's, it's something right. it's a developmental issue so whether it's a developmental or genetic is is what the question is that's all that's always been the question yeah but if they can and if they're now they can start identifying aut- who's going to grow up to be aut- autistic before their first birthday it can really it? points to it genetic well they're yeah there's okay. finding some tests that they well, can do well because the brain is bigger or something right that's the, that's the finding they found recently but they're also able to do kind of, I don't know if it was like um, EEG readings or something, or some basic tests when they're really little infants that they can tell that they're more likely to be autistic. So, yeah, in combination with brain measurements and um, electrical signals and stuff like that, mm-hmm. we know that autism really starts before these kids start getting all these vaccines. So we know, uh, in addition to all the other evidence... That it's an early developmental yeah, thing. And before that, a lot of environmental factors can have an impact. Right. But there seems to be some environmental factors in utero. So the, the other interesting thing is that it was quite a difference because it, compared to one of the cities, um, Harlem, Harlem, um, they had twice as many cases. And uh, compared to another city, Utrecht, uh, it was four times. So it was a significant difference. Um, now it's it's with cities cases. like this it's hard to parse out what is the one causal causing well, factor but it does seem to have something to do yeah it seems, with, I don't it think seems that, pretty strong to me I don't think that there is ever going to be a single mode of causality for Probably autism never. but this does point to inheritance I think fairly strongly uh, I'll I'll concur right. with that 
with maybe something with the the environment of these people who are in these jobs may lead to the stress factor that a lot of people are thinking has an issue in utero in addition to the genetic factors that are probably 50 Ooh, different genes stressed. involved. Hmm. Yep. Okay, the next story um, has to do with inattentional blindness. And this was a recent uh, study. Well, the study's been going on for a while, but this was published in um, a couple days ago. There's a big uh, Spiegel. Yeah, there's a repeating story on NPR about it. Very fascinating. Yeah. Now, um, if you haven't heard of an inattentional blindness before, if you've seen that video where the people have to, you have to count how many times a group of kids pass a bo- basketball to each other, and you're you're concentrating on you're the, the you're told like, to count how many times the ball bounces or it's bounce passes. different ways to do it. Yeah, bounce passes versus aerial passes. You're or told white to people or white people in white shirts to white shirts instead of if you got black shirts that you're not supposed to count. And you're you're like supposed that. to focus your attention on the ball. Focus pass. your attention. Right. It's generally called the gorilla test, so you can look yeah. it up on YouTube. And I'm going spoiler alert. If you haven't seen it, a little it. late for that. <laughs> no, I haven't. I haven't. Yeah. Well. Well, no. It's called the gorilla test. Yeah. Right. And the first time you see it, you don't understand why. Or the invisible gorilla. So if test. you haven't seen that yet, go go see it now. There's some bad ones on YouTube. It's like there every are. high school class has tried to do this, and some of them are really bad. But um, so if you're paying attention to this, and then then you 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 count. Okay, I got 16 or whatever, and then um, they say, okay, it was 16, but did you see the gorilla? And so you rewind, well, and now you pay. It's you look, usually asked, did you see anything else? It's not... And it's not just... Well, a, there's, there's other ones... You know that. There's, there's other ones where they change like 16 different things one at a time, and you don't really right. notice or it. Have uh, a woman, Richard Wiseman has a couple of things where he's yeah. doing card tricks, and he's doing other things. We, oh, that. certainly magicians use this yeah. all the oh, time. Oh, yeah. Conjurers. They get, they get your attention, and they're able to do things that right in front of your face you would think... You would see, all right, but but you don't see it. And the, and the point of this is, there's a guy in a gorilla suit that walks in, thumps his chest in front of the camera, and walks walks off. And when you watch it again, you say, "How could I have possibly yeah. not seen that?" And the and, and this this article here is a real world example of what can happen when we don't understand that effect. What happened was there was a police shooting, and this was in Boston. And so there was a lot of cops uh, chasing like four suspects. Uh, they got him cornered. They all, cops all got out of their car, was running after the suspects. One of the first cops going out was a plainclothes police officer. A African-American yes, plainclothes officer. Yes, and the suspects were, were African-American. Thing was going on. The rest, a group of police officers mistook him for one of the, the, the suspects. Because it was dark out, and all they, the only description they had was African-American Yeah, and he was plainclothes because he yeah. was undercover, whatever. So they caught up with him. They knocked him upside the head. He went down, and then they... They beat him. They beat him pretty bad. Meanwhile, Officer Kenneth Conley arrived on the scene and saw a different suspect, jumped out of his car and went running out of the sus- after the suspect. Right. And passed in the, the beating. Passed the beating and in the investigation said, I didn't see it. Yeah. And because he was hyper- He was the, actually the only one who admitted being anywhere near the beating. Exactly. At the time it happened. Because everyone who did the beating said, no, we were over, t- we were over here, over here. Yeah, no so was he was the it. only one who actually admitted, yeah, I was there. But, I, of course, no one believed him. Because how yeah. can you miss it? He ran right by this severe beating by uh, a group of police officers. He was convicted. Right, of perjury and obstruction of justice. Obstruction of justice got three years, which was later overturned on a technicality, but he lost his job, 
you know, and he was, you know, pretty bad. Disgraced. So, yeah. yeah. This was, uh, this story was picked up by this uh, professor. Yeah, Daniel Simmons and Chris Chabris, the people who did that original gorilla, uh, invisible gorilla study. So he kind of recognized that, yeah, you can, you know, you can miss these things. And he said, well, let's replicate this. So they went to the same area at night, in the day, all the different conditions, and he'd have students, you know, tell them you need to, you need to follow, chase after this guy, count how many times he taps his, taps taps his hat, yeah. right? And then he stages a fight that they have to run right past. Mm-hmm. And like 40% of these kids did not see the fight. Right. It's a significant number of people who just don't see it. Which is very similar to the gorilla thing. Exactly. So basically the guy got, a, you know, sentenced to prison because we don't understand enough about right. attention and witness testimony and what people actually see and what yeah. you can miss and, if, and, if and all, witness all these testimony though witness testimony though has been disputed for years and years and years I mean you yeah know, there's all sorts because of people generally do not get age approximation right height approximation right in addition I personally testified in cases where they got racial description wrong and <laughs> yeah. you know you would think that was kind of be kind of hard to screw up but. It's easy. It All you yeah. have to do is take Psych 101 and you learn about these things, the invisible gorilla thing, or when suspects, uh, when when victims are trying to describe their attacker, all they can do is uh, describe the gun pointed at them. They can describe yeah. that yeah. very, very well because that's what they're focused on. Yeah. They can't describe the race or the height right. or anything. Most witness descriptions <clears throat> that are accurate are ones that are taken within an hour of personal experience, this is purely anecdotal, within an hour of the actual crime. But it's, it's also quite easy to change what the people know just right. by yeah. uh, leading... Power of suggestion. Leading yeah. leading questions. Right. Because a good investigator is actually not going to ask a, well, was it a, a Caucasian or was it African American? They're going to say, well, what kind, you know, do you know what race he was? Do you know... Yeah. But it is interesting, this whole... This whole um, Phenomenon of inattentional blindness is just yeah, very I, interesting. And I, I have a I have a personal anecdote as well on, on this. Uh, I was going up to meet my parents up uh, north of San Antonio, and I live in San Antonio, and I ride my motorcycle out there all the time, so I'm fairly familiar with the roads. And they were up past what was uh, uh, State Highway 46, which is a couple of you know about 30 30 miles north or whatever. And they said, "Oh yeah, we're at, we're at 46, and we're just past that. We, you know, we're in this in this area, uh, camp area off the right." Well, I got to a road right before there, and I could have sworn it was 46. Just in my mind, I was like, "I'm at 46. Where are you? I don't see your thing." I was getting really mad, <laughs> and then I finally looked at the sign. Really looked at the sign. And I'm like, oh, that's 46 like, is that way. Yeah, that's another two miles up the road. <laughs> Boy, do I feel stupid. <laughs> our, our brains play a lot of tricks on us. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, you think you know what you like looking for your keys. You look over, you know, the prolonged no. letter. You keep looking for it, and it's right in front of you. because you're You've also got a case looking. of where you do have people that are hyper-focused on a specific task. Right. Well, in this case, he was hyper-focused because he's yeah. chasing yeah. a suspect. Right. He wants well, to make sure the suspect isn't going to pull a gun. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's the same with the gorilla test. You have given them a specific task right. and said... Count the number of times the guy dribbles the ball. Right. So you've got people going one, two, three, four, 
Yeah. You know, and you only have so much mental energy to and, pay attention to that and task. And as as close to the real world as the chasing a guy in the park, counting his hat touches experiment is, as closely as that kind of replicates the real world, you don't have all the chaos of twenty mm-hmm. officers. You don't have the adrenaline rush mm-hmm. of this guy just shot. You know, someone just shot one of my brothers in arms. All that adrenaline pumping. It's you that even that wasn't re- uh, replicated. So there's so much more error that can be can yeah. happen then. But Would, if it can be re- replicated with a 40% chance in a non-stressful exactly. situation... You're more likely to have missed it in the real world, yeah. I think. But Okay. Yeah. Of course, it, it could be that the people were really under stress because the jogger they were following was actually jogging really fast and they couldn't give up to him, so it was very stressful. Yeah, because, you know... Typical, yeah. yeah. out-of-shape American. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Game Boy generation. Hey, it's just a suggestion. I, I think you should take that in the <laughs> Okay, it's time for Poe's Corner. Yay! Yay! We've got a theme song for Poe. You haven't heard of it, have you? I, I, I heard... Uh, in I was thinking corner. more of kind of like a acoustic suite kind of, Welcome to Poe's Corner, Poe's Corner. <laughs> Something. In or, Poe's Corner, one of his the first one. researchers, um, Wu, and uh, gets some Wu off the internet, correct? Yep. And makes up one, and we have to guess which one is made up. Yep, absolutely. In the tradition of Poe's Law, go look it up on Wikipedia. We explained it last week. Yes. Or Conservopedia, if you must. Yes, because... If you're crazy. (laughs) In the quarter! So... Uh, the first one, the Life Force Incorporated Frequency Alignment Device. How does it work? The Earth has an electromagnetic field surrounding it. This field has a frequency. All matter within this field has its own vibration frequency. From time to time, this vibration frequency can become upset. The Life Force Incorporated helps re- realign your body frequency. How does it work? The Life Force Incorporator works by applying very definitive bandwidths of frequencies in three specially created groups of waveforms. One band contains all the frequencies pertaining to the pathogen, bacteria, virus, fungi, range. We omit the frequencies of enzymatic bacteria and some floras. They are needed for our digestive functions and therefore need not be disturbed. That's good. That's a good idea. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Much research has been done in defining these frequencies, and research continues to define the frequencies of new strains of pathogens as they emerge. Is there a period in here anywhere? uh, There's a a semicolon. (laughs) Okay. To date, none have fallen outside of the over one million frequencies we employ in our devices. Wow. The wave shape and orientation instruct the cells of the body to open and release their pathogen content to the bloodstream, where they are more readily exposed to the frequencies contained in the perspective band we use to affect them. Each pathogen frequency then meets with its own frequency contained in the waveform. This sets up a strain on them where it is impossible for each to vibrate at their own life frequency. They they slowly (laughs) self-destruct. And then they have a little baby. Yes. These now dead pathogens are carried through the bloodstream to our filter organs to be processed out of the body. This is why we suggest, during the uh, during the use of the technology, when you find it is time to urinate, consume some clean water before urination. What this does is to create pressure for the flush and to leave some fluid in the filter organs for the next batch of die-off to be suspended. This allows the filter organs to function with less strain. Please consume adequate clean filtered water or fluids. Note, 
You must maintain a fresh battery supply to ensure your device's effectiveness. <laughs> Two 9-volt alkaline batteries are required for your initial 30-day application. The first battery will be used from one day, one, from day one to day 15, the second to day 30. And batteries are available on our website for 1995. Exactly. God. But if you order now. <laughs> so that's the first one. I realize that they are long. If you actually, that was the longest. If one. you did make that one up, I, you know, I, I don't do drugs, but I guess I want what you're having. <laughs> Go for it. Number two, G Oyster. Electromagnetic stress is often an unrecognized and undiagnosed factor in many minor and serious illnesses, including slow recovery from illness. Contributing factors to electrostress include mobile phone masks, substations, pylons, decked phone system, GSM and UMTS mobile phones, computer equipment, household appliances, Wi-Fi and Bluetooth systems. G Oyster, trademark, the conclusion of many years of research and development in miniaturizing the unique Geomac energetic vitalization or vitalizing technology. Trademark has culminated in the release of a product that is totally revolutionary in personal energetic protection, both in terms of electro stress and geopathic stress, while at the same time being an amazing personal energy booster that can be carried right in your pocket. How does it work? The products interact with the natural electromagnetic fields emanating from the earth and create a charging energetic field that has the following characteristics. It boosts the energy levels of the inhabitants of the relevant property, and this vitalizing field also neutralizes the harmful effects of natural electromagnetic radiation. You're going to go into advertising. Geopathic <laughs> stress, which yes, which has become distorted by other electromagnetic fields such as underground running water, underground cavities, certain mineral concentrations, or power cables. Also, the energetic field emitted by the products very efficiently combats the effects of man-made electromagnetic pollution also called electro-stress, caused by, amongst others, electrical appliances, pylons, and blah, 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 blah. Substations, mobile phone masks, computer equipment, mobile phones, and deck cordless phones. A draining environment becomes revitalized. Okay. That was rather redundant, wasn't it? NRG Recalibration Module. The NRG Recalibration Module, TM, is a proprietary and new technology that stimulates and relaxes the body's natural electromagnetic field, causing a balance of the body's internal biorhythms. Yay, biorhythms. Yay. <laughs> Years of testing have proven the NRG Recalibration Module technology to be 100% effective in correcting years of damage done by modern society's growing dependence on electromagnetic wave-emitting devices. How does it work? And that was kind of that was kind of the theme of this is how, how does it work? work? <laughs> the NRG recalibration module, that uh, trademark, uses semi-passive Q-crystalline registered trademark technology <laughs> to alter incoming electromagnetic waves and create a. Uh, Are you trying uh, to protect us from lawsuits by saying? <laughs> <laughs> it's what's written and create a harmonious living or work environment. Dangerous artificial electromagnetic waves induce vibrational energy into the three-dimensional Q-crystalline R grid. I'm going to stop saying that. Three-dimensional Q-crystalline grid, which is tuned to the body's natural frequencies. The energy recalibration module... (laughs) Thank you. ...then absorb and remodulates the waves to frequencies that are safe for humans and animals. By having one or more of the modules in your work area, it is possible to create a natural electromagnetic safe zone. 
where your mind and body will perform most efficiently and without stress. The energy rate recalibration module, trademark, is even capable of protecting you from your personal computer or laptop by wearing it around your neck and placing it in a shirt, jacket, or pants pocket. Wow. (laughs) Okay. Now, two of these are real, one is not. I know one that is real. So, I know one that is real. um, so you go so last. You, you go last then. Uh, you you are uh, newly back, so you're yes. refreshed. Uh, yes. Yeah, so I've I've never had to be on the other side of of this yet. Um, it's kind of disconcerting, isn't it? <laughs> I just on first glance, I mean, they're all kind of crazy. Um, you know, they all hit a lot of the buzzwords. I'm just gonna say that because. I know you being electrical engineer, you know a lot of the the stuff, and you're talking about the pylons, the deck phone systems, the mobile phone units, whatever. <laughs> and because it's called G Oyster, G O. Just for I that, that too. <laughs> I'm gonna go for the middle one, the G Oyster electromagnetic, the geopathic stress one. All right, so you're going for the G Oyster. Yes. Is You're next. Oh, that two. That's I'm, two. Number two. Number two. Number two. And yeah, I'm surprised it's not also, um, you know, one of those aphrodisiac things. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I yeah. Um, I looked. I, I caught that G oyster too. I thought that sounded real trademarky. Or maybe he trademark. found that and he's screwing with us. <laughs> um, Go Studios. Uh, <laughs> but you know, I think it sounds very familiar to me. Of course, that could be it. Could be familiar to Gary too. Um, but this looks like you were yeah. googling yourself, weren't you? No, you know what this looks <laughs> like. When, when when we first looked at the um, uh, holistic chamber of commerce, and there's those electromagnetic devices that we have two members of the holistic chamber of commerce that sell these this type of device. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had gone in and looked at those devices, and it's very much this is uh, very very similar to what they're selling. Um, so right now I'm going to say that sounds that sounds plausible. real. Yeah, <laughs> plausible. Yes, I'm not going to say real. They're all plausible. <laughs> not not in MythBusters plausible territory, right. but it's hard because we know all of these are made up <laughs> in right. one way or another. Right. The whole point of the post segment. Um, now number three, NRG recalibr. Oh, it's a recalibration. Okay, so it's taking. Um, Harmful, um, harmful magnetic waves, and it's recalibrating them into harmless uh, waves. Um, That's what we got to through do. a Q crystalline technology. Okay. Um, this looks like it was written by an ad man. You know, <laughs> um, it's pretty well well done. Um, oh boy. This this looks okay, Bob. I'm gonna, Give I'm us gonna, an answer. <laughs> you know, I'm going to say that one is real as well. I'm going to I'm going to go with number one. Okay. As the fake Life Force Inc. Frequency Alignment Device. How does it work? That was the that's the one you think is the fake. Yep. Already. Well, I'm going to make the argument that one of us is going to be the winner tonight. Oh, yeah? I'm going to go with number three as the fake. Oh, <laughs> right on. Wow. Any particular reason? Uh. And, you know. There's that fine line, and I just feel like I see see Gary's little toes just reaching over, <laughs> going, 
I can throw recalibration into Q crystalline technology. Yeah. You know, hitting the little buzzwords of. Well, you know what they say about a man with small toes, small socks. Yeah. Okay. Generally, less And I also like the little bit about you know you can wear it around your neck in your pants pocket. Right. Absolutely. Because everybody knows that you know your pants pocket is the one place you want realigned. Right. <laughs> now, which one are you? Which one are you sure that's real? Yeah, you said you said you knew one. The G oyster. The G oyster. Well, we'll just start with that one <laughs> because that it is real. Um, and I, I chose that because I because it was you saw it, yeah. Yeah, I was like, oh, but well, also, I throw them off. In, in how you're reading it. Like, you, you dismissed, oh, I guess that was redundant. Like you said, oh, I shouldn't have put that in twice. Yeah. Like, like yeah. So <laughs> well, you were was, screwing with me I, again. I was, I was copying, I was copying and pasting all I should have mentioned that uh, this is, these aren't direct, uh, a lot of these are like parts of paragraphs that, that mm-hmm. been, you know, sort of thrown together. You quote mine them. A yes. little, well, not all that much. Right. But like that one, I, I had to take from two different places. Weird, yeah. Me and you, Donna. So Do yeah, uh, if you go to geomac.com products, it is, and it looks, it's just this round thing. Looks <laughs> so, like an oyster. We'll go. Um, so uh, that's real. That's an actual product being sold. So now we have. Life but I'm Force still the only person to have stumped everybody. Right. So <laughs> uh, we'll go to number one. David, you think this is real? Uh, life. Or no. you think it's, it's a fake. fake? Sorry, my bad. Yeah. Uh, LifeForceInc.com Technical information. That is an actual product. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Two in a row. Nice. Um, All right, Donna. I actually, a- I had, I had, a, I had four of them, and I realized that mine was almost directly uh, quoted. <laughs> first one, which I didn't read all the way through until I went back to you know kind of check, and I was like, oh, geez, I, I wrote exactly the same. And I was actually going to throw in um, uh, defragmenting oh the the uh, the ley lines. <laughs> that, that was one I found was oh, defragmenting. You're right. And I thought, oh no, because gosh. you'll totally think that one's the fake. <laughs> there is so much. Yeah, stuff. but the first Poe, I had one that talked about the ley lines of the earth and the whole thing. So that's yeah. been you, and that was one of the real ones. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So. There, there's so much, but I went. I went through about five different topics. I was gonna do the people because I found this one guy who's completely batshit crazy in his biography, and so I got him and another person. I couldn't find the third. Well, I guess I could have written the third. Um, but anyway, and then I then I went into um, crystals, just pure crystals, and then I thought, no, oh, we'll do how do they work kind of thing. So that was right. the thing. I could find stuff. So wow. congratulations, Donna. Thank you. Donna is the, Donna is the queen of poetry. To zero, to zero, to zero. <laughs> well, you, you're well, not so gonna, you're doing it next That's right. Time. Nobody else right? has gotten anything right no. except for Donna. We suck. <laughs> My mom will be so happy that PhD is finally coming <laughs> Well, good so, job, I Gary. Could, I could, um, so if there's anybody who needs some... Ad, uh, Copy uh, out there. Um, apparently, I can write Which, you some copy. I'll do it cheap too. So you're gonna post this to the blog to let the yes. listeners take a look at it. I will post this to the blog. Alrighty. Okay. Now, on the way over here today, uh, we we had a long topic to talk about, but on the way over here, <laughs> we got to notice <laughs> that there's been a verdict in the James Arthur Ray trial. Yay! Um, so within you know a couple hours ago. Well, why don't you let the listeners know who James Arthur Ray is? <laughs> Okay, because there might actually be people who don't 
No. Yeah. Okay. I like don't I, know who the heck this Casey Anthony person is anyway, and yeah, she's I'm all over CNN. That. I know. Everyone's following that trial. This is the interesting trial. You know, this is the interesting. Oh yes, a mother murdering her child isn't interesting. I'm not interested. <laughs> um, this is a more interesting trial. This one is certainly more interesting from the skeptical angle. Absolutely. Yes, I'll give you that. But um, James Arthur Ray kind of won his fame when he was in the movie The Secret about the book The Secret. So he didn't write the book. He did not write the book. The but book. he. He was in the film. He teaches the, the book. and He was in the film, okay. and then Oprah brought on the whole cast and and, uh, and promoted everybody. And then so he was able to take kind of take that fame. And he kind of took he took the secret, and then he combined that with kind of corporate, um, like, seminar type of things and, and, and did these big seminars. Uh, and, and, and he wrote the book Harmonic Wealth about how to apply the secret to all areas of your life. Financial, love, you know, career, all those things. Okay. Which is basically wish for it. And we, we actually we actually uh, I brought a quote a couple weekends ago from that from that book and it's just horrible stuff. I mean it's complete pseudoscience, it's a complete wacky idea. And we're gonna talk about that whole secret thing because it's such a wacky idea. Um, but so he started getting into the... The um, law of attraction the, is basically what the secret is. Yeah, the law, it's the new thought, the law of attraction, like, attracts like... That's sort of like homeopathic. Yeah. <laughs> right. But, but it's like, like thoughts you, attract... Your, your thoughts yeah. dictate how things are going to Yeah, we can happen. take a little detour here, because it's all about... The new thought is consciousness creates reality. So if you can harness that consciousness and input into that consciousness then the reality will come back at the same if you're happy you'll get a happy reality if you're sad you get a sad reality but it seems that the the practitioners of this are very quick to point out no no it's not wishing it's not wishing things will happen making good things happen it's if you are positive and happy then positive and happy things will happen to you not i wish i had a car and then you get a car but of course, just on. But that's how they teach it. <laughs> but, but on on the and once you go beyond their, because they always push the happy aspects. But if you just look at it, just think about it for a moment. That obviously means that the entire. Okay, I'm gonna pull up the Nazis. The yeah. entire Jewish population that were killed in the concentration camps brought it on themselves. Yes. And uh, Casey, whatever your name, Casey yeah. Anthony, Kansi, yeah. brought it on herself as a, as a child. Mm-hmm. And because that's where, you know, that's the dark side of this that they really don't want to talk about. Basically, but they, when you yeah. ask them and you press them on it, that's what they have to believe. Anything bad that happens to you is yeah. because you have bad thoughts. Yeah. And it's presented as a law of physics. I mean, it is a law just like gravity <laughs> and everything else, right? It's 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 yes, just asserted. But gravity isn't a law. I'm it's sorry, gravity is not a theory. It's okay, totally gravity's not a law. You're right. I'm sorry. <laughs> Elect- laws of electromagnetism. <laughs> whatever. I misspoke there. <laughs> but it is a law, and it must be obeyed. Yes. <laughs> um, and well, they say the, the the secret will be obeyed whether you believe in it or not. But or James Arthur Ray kind of took this to another level. And he became very, you know, he had big crowds. He'd go to, you know, corporate, you know, sponsored big um, events. And then he started, he, he got into the kind of almost survivalist 
type of thing, which is what they, this, they were doing here in Sedona, Arizona. Where, and which is out in the paid, middle of fucking nowhere. Right. Yeah, and it's just noted. populated by hippies and... Crystals you know, and dolphins people. Yes. As I like to call them. Which is an odd place to find a dolphin. Yes. <laughs> it's very kumbaya around the yeah. campfire. So now he's been assessing knowledge of different types of... I'm going to say knowledge loosely, because if you look Traditions. at... Traditions. Yeah. If, if you look at um, this article from, from the Arizona newspaper about James Arthur Ray, often misused teaching, he would go for a weekend and talk to someone and think he'd know everything you need to know about everything. He'd re- read a pamphlet about sweat lodges or... Right. You know. And so he's doing a lot of things like having people sit in the desert for 24 hours with no food and water and thinking that was okay because... He heard somebody else had done that in a more northern climate. And these people were just dehydrated. They would, he would have them lie, uh, pretend he was God, have them lie for hours at a time when they couldn't move. It, it was very cultish of what he was doing in this his, his ceremony. And these people had paid $10,000, which is a very strong incentive to kind of stick it out and go through Right. And, and try to get the most out of what they're doing. It's like the hazing rituals in college yeah. where you and really want to stick with it. It's kind of important with the whole trial about whose fault. You know, if these people could have, yeah, they could have walked out any time. They did pay $10,000, and then he, get, get, he got... Um, it, with no refund policy once you get in. More and more Probably. drastic kind of things until they were just mentally broken down people. And then he puts them in a sweat lodge after they were been dehydrated, broken down, and he it wasn't a regular sweat lodge. He'd learned kind of how to do, how the Indian, you know, local Indians had done sweat lodges, but he wanted to make his a bigger, badder, hotter, more intense sweat lodge than anybody had ever done. More dangerous, sir. And more extreme, with, and with, with no E in it. Just extreme! Extreme! Right. extreme. With, with, <laughs> with dehydrated... You guys are too vanilla to do that. <laughs> really... Yeah, it's going to be extreme. Very extreme. <laughs> and um, Where's my Yasmin healer? <laughs> so the, the sweat lodge there was it's like eight or nine rounds, and there's like, I think, yeah, 15 minutes in a round or something like that. Well, I think he actually increased it. He, had, he did eight 15-minute rounds versus traditional four rounds, Yeah, apparently. And you started getting to the fifth and sixth rounds, and you had people starting to pass out. And, um, and no women in bikinis wandering around with a number on a sign. And when people would say, hey, this person's in trouble, he would say, it's okay. You know, you, you may feel like you're going to die in here, but just push through. You're not going to die. And it's well, normal. Even, it's nice if he actually that. said that, that is definitely culpability. He did. He yeah. did, yeah. Yeah. He said, you may feel like you're going to die. Don't worry about it. It's and the I know what I'm doing, trust me, expert voice. Yes, yeah, and they trusted him, and three people died. It's the, uh, hold my beer. Check this out. <laughs> and there were the, people the trying to... The last words of redneck, hey, y'all, watch this. There were people trying to help people and say, I, we need to get her out of there. And he says, no, wait, we're in the middle of the round, door's closed. Yeah, but, you have okay, to wait. at what point do these other people take any, excuse my language, they don't. Yeah. fucking personal it's, responsibility? It's, okay, I, well... First of all, they're beaten down. They're basically all near death, right. right? And second of all, it's the whole obedience to authority. That that whole thing, right? There's also this wacky notion of the secret 
and, and the law of attraction, uh, which gives them kind of a sense that they have more control over the reality than they do. Don't you think? Right. That may have something to do I'm with I'm just going to keep thinking positively, and then I won't pass out and die. And, In spite um, of everybody having thrown up and right. <laughs> passing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, they were just doing it wrong. Well, you know what? Ah, I'm sorry, right. but Blame 47 them. cases of Dehydrate. whacked out lack of personal responsibility. Um, I'm kind of having a little bit of an issue with that. But ultimately, uh, the person who... Sure, there's both sides, but I, I'm looking at this, this. This guy is very cultish. Yeah, he, he has is. control I, of these people. He, I will he, give you that. He's cultish. He deserves what he's getting. And when you're getting to the point where you're in that much trouble in the heat, you're not thinking clearly. Yeah. Yeah, and, and it, it goes... But sur- the instinct for survival is your strongest instinct. Right, but you're also being told that you can overcome it. It's, and that you're basically a failure I, if you don't. I, I can see it. I, I mean, I don't know if you've ever been in a situation where you're kind of... Have you stayed up for like, you know, oh, yeah. 68 yes. hours? <laughs> oh, <hell yeah. laughs> Near the end of there where you're not quite thinking properly and like you're seeing the unicorns right. and farting rainbows and the whole thing. No, I get that. There, <laughs> there, was, there were people some... trying to help. There were people trying to this get out. There was, there was a lot of chaotic kind of stuff going on. It's, it's hard. I've, you heard a lot, of, a lot of testimony from people who were there. And there was a lot of confusion about what to do. Yeah. But what's what's really despicable is that James Arthur Ray kept, hey, people would tell him people were in trouble, and he just didn't have any yeah. any sense of responsibility. In the end, the person who's portraying himself as an expert is and who's supposed to be in charge is the person responsible. Yeah. Now the the verdict was now he could have gotten manslaughter, and he, they they he did not have. find him guilty of manslaughter. He did get. Um, Three uh, reckless homicide. Yeah, three charges of negligent homicide. So he may get 11 years. Um, is that 11 years per total or, or per charge? I think well, you know, is, this is the, the very first reads, news report, so it's a little hard to tell. It just okay. came out, but the Hopefully news report we'll that I saw more. just said 11 years. Yeah, the two that I read just said. 11. It just said 11 years. Well, we'll hopefully find out more, and the listeners will find out more in the week to come. Yeah, yeah. Well, next week we'll have an update. But or you know, we'll update on the blog. The kind of stuff that Gary was just reading is the kind of stuff that these people believed. You know? Yeah. It, it just it just boggles my mind. And you, personal responsibility, personal responsibility from for understanding our world a little bit and not reading one of James Arthur Ray's book and saying, "Hey, this makes sense." You know? <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, he, he he tries to fool people with this is all supported by science that. All of this that we're talking about, you know, is it's ancient knowledge, but it's also what's being discovered now by our by our most prominent quantum, scientists. Quantum mechanics. Quantum mechanics is proving all the ancient knowledge is true. And then we got people like Deepak Chopra, who's got thousands and thousands of followers, who's basically saying the same kinds of things. And then you've got these apologists. Right. You've got um, Merrill David's Landau over at the HuffPo. The uh, HuffPo, yeah. Who wrote an article called, Does James Arthur Ray Trial Mean There's No Law of Attraction? Well, no, it's not because of the trial. It's because the law of attraction is BS. But, you know, totally just saying, well... Well, to set this up, 
Yeah. There's been a lot of talk out there saying if the law of attraction were true, James Arthur Ray would not be in so much trouble because he's an expert at the law of attraction. Right. If anybody knows how, how to make a nothing bad happen to them, it would be James Arthur Ray. He wrote the book on how so, to make everything good literally. come to you. And literally. so obviously this is his fault. So therefore right. it is... The last absolutely. line of her article is he somehow didn't put it into practice as well as he might have. Yeah. He did it wrong. He did it wrong. <laughs> he brought and this she on says himself. He, he may have seemed successful uh, and happy and everything, but you don't know what is in a man's soul. Yeah. And that, the, and that is more complicated than that. And then there was another apologist uh, a few months ago who said, no, his problem was that he, he invoked the warrior. You know, there's a spiritual warrior retreat. <laughs> and by calling it the spiritual warrior retreat, he invoked the warrior without knowing what he was doing. And the warrior in, in, in this, in, you so know, attracted, was attracted and killed these people. Um, but the fact of the matter is, he didn't hold a gun to their heads. He didn't. He didn't say... No, you know, he, he held an authoritarian, he hold, a virtual know, gun to their head, saying, "If no. you're not, if you don't continue, you're doing it wrong, yes. and you're going to bring bad things upon yourself." It, it, because the, of that the, cultic, it, right? It's, it's a religious power. thing. Yeah. Okay, I've worked with where literally people have said, "You're going to kill this person, or I will kill you." So this is where I kind of go. This what? was not happening. Well, I worked with the Hutu and the Tutsis doing mass graves. So. Oh, okay. You know, we're literally, <laughs> I've had the people standing over me, protecting me, were probably the ones responsible for the bodies that I was investigating. I so, you know, <laughs> the fact of the matter is, he didn't hold a gun to their heads. There is some personal responsibility on this. I think the negligent homicide, because he wasn't checking the temperature. He wasn't doing the things that he should have been doing as their leader. Right. He wasn't just checking the temperature. He was he Not had no it. idea what he was doing. He 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 was completely reckless in doing the sweat lodge. Not only the extreme temperatures, which has not been done before, but dehydrating these people. They were already can you imagine each one of them had to sit in the desert for twenty four hours before this with no food and water. Or very, very, very sparsely. Or, or and then that was at yeah, they were compelled. Well, it, every test got a little bit worse, you know. Mm-hmm. That it started some other out very with extreme the things where he holographic breathing, the holographic breathing, where it's basically hyperventilating to have they too were much carbon dioxide. Altered, yeah. This was all about. See, this is another thing about the sweat lodge. It was all about getting to an altered state of of consciousness. So they were actually expecting to to try to get to an altered state of consciousness. So they weren't going to. So, but once they got there, it's too late. Right. I'm just saying, follow the money. He was doing this for the money. He was yeah. not doing it for anything. But anything the fact of the matter is yeah. that he did it wrong. People, though, I'm sorry that people died. I'm. It shouldn't have happened. But we cannot say, you know, James or James Arthur Ray. I keep wanting to call him James Arthur Ray. <laughs> that. Everything is, you know, is this woo-based that they wouldn't have died without the woo. Fact of the matter is, they they knew going into it what they were getting into. Uh, they knew to an extent. No, no, they, no, because, no, because, no. Listen not. to this, because sweat lodges have been held for centuries, right? And they're not a dangerous thing. He made it dangerous. dangerous. 
Yeah, okay. They, they knew did not what, follow any what of the they guidelines. were told they were getting into, not what they were actually getting into. That's two different, two different things. And it's, a, it's an important distinction. Yeah. But the if, people that stood up and said, these people are in trouble, when he said, no, you got to push it through and all of this jazz, when it started to get worse, those people also had a responsibility to say, yeah. fuck off, asshole. Yeah. We're getting out yeah. of here. But Gary's and point, nobody did. But Gary's yeah, there's, point there's earlier like, is they weren't in a proper mental state to be able to do that. They were beaten down and they they were dehydrated and, you know, uh, overheated. So they made And they're also very in an ideal situation people. they made it. Right. Yeah. Just the fact that they fell just, for yeah. James Arthur Ray's teachings, they're very well, gullible the, people to and, begin with. Well, well that's I, easy I for us to sit right. here and go they were gullible in, in everything else. They may not have been gullible. They have for one of the I think one of the ones this Lizbeth Marie uh, Newman. She had just gone through a divorce and everything else. Yes, I get. It. But you're talking forty nine other people. Somebody in there had to have a modicum. No, of not necessarily. <laughs> Why? Look at what forty nine of them are doing. Yes. <laughs> I mean, they're all to me. It's they're all in the in the same sweat lodge. Right. Why why I'm, should why should one do it and not the other? You know what I'm saying? Right. So I'm, say, I'm not saying that he isn't culpable. Right. And you know He's what? And extremely. You know what that culpable. reminds me of? That reminds yeah. me of of if 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 one person sees someone in trouble and there's no one else around, they're much more likely to help, to help. that person right. than if other people are around and they're looking around and nobody else is doing anything. Yeah, there is that. Right. Yeah. Um, well, the one thing I think nobody's really talking about is that you know they that they thought doing sweat lodges and not eating something for 24 hours or hyperventilating breathing to get this you know altered state that that was a good idea in the first place right. <laughs> that that was going to change their lives somehow. Well, it it can doing something extreme can. It's just like running a marathon. Or, or doing the Tough Mudder or doing, like, all these new obstacle courses that are that are out there, which are, like, marathons, and then you have to, like, carry logs and, and all that stuff. Right. Doing the, something I, extreme I like but that. But not like there's actually any evidence that this is – his program had any effect to it at all. No, it's but he just, had a book. Exactly. That said it would. Because he had a book <laughs> and sounded – you know, he was very charismatic. And, and that Oprah had him on Right. Yeah. Once again, Car- that nobody ca- looked into is important yeah. too. I don't know. Him, is but. is doing a sweat lodge thing? Is doing this kind of thing really going to have any good? Or maybe should I uh, no talk to a therapist? Yeah. <laughs> maybe I should spend that for ten thousand dollars on therapy. Less, it would yeah. probably cost them less to go to a yeah. therapist for three years yeah. than do this one seminar. For one obviously, you haven't been to therapy lately. Some of these people had gone to his. <laughs> Everything he had done. I mean, well, they with just insurance. Follow him around. I watched a video once like of him heads. doing a seminar, and he was doing applied kinesiology. I mean, the guy's a, a, a charlatan. charlatan. <laughs> He's a he. He just grab bags woo, and just whatever sounds fun, he'll put it in. Whether it has any effectiveness or not, or whether he knows what is. Right. He he's doesn't take to the time doing. to actually know the thing either. It yeah. says, "Hey, this looks like you. I can do that." I don't have to go for a year and learn and, this. And, the, and my okay. sheep will think, oh, sweat lodges. That's very yeah. Indian and New Age. But you know, That'll the, Indians, be good. It's the a very Native Americans cynical. were very upset with him because not just the sweat lodge, but everything. You know, he would take but, these he, Native American um, 
uh, cultural aspects. Cultural and just incorporate them and totally bastardize them. But but my the thing that kind of ticks me off is they're what they're ticked off at him is is because he did it wrong. Because it's not like they're ticked off because you know you really think you're going to see ghosts when you deprive yourself of of food for a day. Is that really what you think is actually going to happen? It's not just that they did the sweat lodge wrong. It's that they think a sweat lodge is going to do anything real besides have maybe a, a little bit of a weird experience in your head. I think just I'm not sure there's a lot of difference in what the Native Americans do with a sweat lodge. I think they're probably looking for altered consciousness a little bit there. Okay? Yeah. Um, I think so they were both kind of after the same thing there. I've just been to enough Grateful Dead shows that I don't see altered consciousness as really being that much of an interesting thing. All it does is make you spin, spin in the hallways. <laughs> I've got to disagree solo. with you on that. That's <laughs> <laughs> I've been to Grateful Dead, too. <laughs> I have. But these guys are doing it without the uh, enhancements that most people at the Grateful Dead concerts <laughs> do. Um, uh, I would like to point out, however, um, about... About uh, uh, James Arthur Ray bringing them to bed bugs. Right. According to the article, um, defendants found guilty of ne- negligent homicide are eligible for probation. If aggravating factors are found, the defendant could be sentenced up to 3.75 years per count. So 11 okay. years is yeah. the maximum That's he's not- probably going to get. Damn it. And it, definitely, he has aggravating circumstances here. I, you know, he I pretended no like he knew what he was doing. He, he didn't pretended do the like research. he knew what he was doing. He was reckless in his manner of doing stuff. Yeah, he, okay. he he's no different than any priest that abused his position. He's no different from the Christian scientists who say, "Don't go to a doctor; just pray away the tumor, uh, and then it kills yeah. children." Yeah, he yeah he's he's a figurehead who abuses position. He should be put in there with uh, the dude from Worldcom. Yeah. Okay. Anything else? Do we have anything else? Um, Not on James Arthur Ray. But we did want to kind of finish up this week talking about the insanity shitstorm that came up when, during a golf tournament, uh, NBC was airing... Not a. The. Oh, sorry. The, <laughs> the U.S. Open. The U.S. Open. Which, Some golf tournament. Come yeah. on. Greg. See, whenever someone says U.S. Open, I have to ask, are they talking about the tennis or are they talking golf. about the golf? I don't know. But Borders, anyway. actually. Um, NBC wanted to air this really little patriotic ser- uh, segment at the beginning or interspersed throughout where they showed troops and the flag and, and, yeah. and had little kids um, singing. Seemed, uh, saying the Pledge of Allegiance and other kind of stuff. And it seems that somehow, well, I, we don't know for sure how it happened, and we can talk about that, a few words were left out of the Pledge of Allegiance. It's very important words, not just and, a few words. And the right? shitstorm is mainly over <laughs> two of those words, which is under God. <laughs> You know, if if some if they had left out flag, there would be like a bit of a shitstorm because the, yeah. the the lapel pin wearing people would freak out. Why didn't you say flag? Yeah. It's all the pledge. Well, no one's the really flag. talking about the other yeah. word they left out. Yeah, they left out that's indivisible. indivisible. <laughs> that's because they don't really know what it says. Yeah, yeah. maybe that's a, maybe that's a tenth amendment thing. <laughs> tenth amendment. I mean, yeah, we sh- maybe we should be upset that they left out indivisible. You know. With with Texas here wanting to secede, 
Well, I think some of the comments we've seen on stories about this have some of the, some people have sarcastically said, you know, how dare they leave out Indivisible? <laughs> you know, those bastards. I'm going to write to you know NBC and boycott them. And then the other people who are the religious fundamental nutbags, which you know, not all religious people are, but no, the no. people who posted were. Yeah. Um, the internet is a strange. They place. don't get the humor in that. They didn't get it. Yeah. You know, it was yeah. all about you know. You're being anti-God, and you're censoring everything. And I personally don't believe it was censoring. I think it was just some editor screwed up. Yeah. Because he left out not just under God, but under God yeah, indivisible. Yeah, I feel same. I think that's a clue there. If they left out indivisible, but the the wing nuts are completely saying it's censorship. It's you're stifling our freedom of speech, which doesn't seem yeah. to make sense. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand that one yeah. at all. Yeah. I, how how listening to something is stifling your freedom of speech? Yeah, it doesn't really yeah. make sense to me. Yeah, and the fact that you're posting on <laughs> line and speaking <laughs> out kind of indicates that you are. And and they don't accept the apology that they aired like right. a, 15 minutes later of whoops we screwed up sorry about that folks. Yeah. And they oh is that soon? Yeah, it was. It, it was, it was very soon. The, it was, it was oh, the the tournament. within the broadcast. They said, "You know what, folks? We Oops. realized there was a little but bit of a problem." But they didn't say it was a mistake. Maybe that yeah. was the problem. Right. A few words were left out, or something it like was, that. We're sorry Basically, if you was, were offended, is right. what I said. It yeah. was. We're sorry if you were offended. <clears throat> blah 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 blah. It was a, a very nondescript, non-apology. Yeah, that's yeah. true. It, it, was, it was. It was. It happened. Get over it. <laughs> But I think, again, we, we talk about conspiracy on this show. On one of the websites, when asked, was this a mistake or is this an agenda? That would be the um, the Fox, Fox News Fox website. News? No, no, no. no. Are, are you no, sure? No, no, no. Are you sure Fox it wasn't News. the Mary? It was, like, what's her face? Greta. So, Greta. Greta blog or Greta yeah. blind Greta 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 wire or something like that. Then Sir Sherson? Sherson. Ninety-nine point three percent. Zero seven. Ninety-nine point zero seven. Well, that was today. Yesterday was four thousand. Right, with four thousand four thousand two hundred votes. <laughs> and then. So the four of us were part of the nineteen that weren't. Uh, Cannot were accept that this is a mistake. <laughs> yeah. It's because it's it's so it so fits into their worldview of the liberal atheist conspiracy. But not even just everything. But not even just the liberal. It's not just NBC. It's not just the golf tournament. Somehow they brought a Barack (laughs) Obama into this. So Obama's a genius. Yes, it was all because NBC apparently is uh, his mouthpiece, not CNN. (laughs) Strangely, (laughs) are you fair and balanced? That's the new. That's the new poll. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm trying. I'm trying to find the poll numbers. Um, okay, we're on Greta Wire. Right, like I said, but basically the matter is is that some probably intern who got stuck with a crappy job of putting this puff piece together, because that's what it was. Yeah. Let's admit, there was no substance. This was a puff piece yeah. to make people feel all happy that they're an American, which, you know, I'm happy to be an American. I don't need to pledge to the flag every day to prove that I'm a patriot. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot yeah. see how this could possibly have been intentional. Maybe, yeah. it, could, maybe right. it was. Maybe it was. But I just cannot see. I don't see the motivation there. What is a very they patriotic? Get, they don't gain piece. anything by doing this. If it was intentional, NBC would have said, 
Hell yeah, we did it. We were going back to the original pledge or something. They would have said something. If it was intentional by the intern, the editor, whoever it was that actually did the piece, they he would be speaking out going, screw yeah. you all, I'm taking God out of it. And NBC would have thrown him under the bus, the bus in a, a second. Because yeah. yeah. they would have made this guy, or woman, because there are female editors. They, they make would mistakes made, too, don't they? Right. They would have made this guy... I mean, they would have publicly lynched him going, you were very, 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 very bad. You're fired. You'll never work in this business again. Yeah. Boom. Okay, Gary, what do the polls say? Poll, as of today, one day to go. Um, part of an agenda, 99.01%. 4,692 votes. And the other one? An innocent mistake, 0.99%. <laughs> Wrong 47. Forty-seven. So we've gotten three and two more of those votes are ours. Yeah, three, three. Three of those are ours. You know what? I think I can vote again. I just voted again. Four of those. Yes. Are ours. I, I didn't vote. Oh, okay. But you voted twice. No, didn't. I didn't. Okay. Well, I was no, hoping. I was hoping it would stay at forty-two because you know that would be the answer. Everybody. Right. Because that's the answer to everything. Exactly. But only if you have your towel. All right. That's funny. We're like ten percent. Right. And I'm going to answer: like Are 1%. you fair and balanced? With no. <laughs> 42 out of 4,200 is 1%. No, I'm saying like 3 out of 40. Okay. Of I'm the, saying we are about the people who said it was a mistake. We are about 10% yeah. of the total population of people who took the poll and thought it was a mistake. <laughs> An innocent mistake. All right. I've that been in the so. editing day. I know how easily it can happen. So, I mean. Well, the it, conspiracy is there's no way they could make a mistake like this. And I'm thinking, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, but you have kids these days who don't know what World War II is, or have never heard of Julius Caesar, well, it's, who just it's, don't know their history. So maybe just don't. Maybe this is some young maybe, intern. No, maybe, hold on. Um, you know what? Doesn't know. There's I've got know it. What? I've got the it. Pledge? Yeah, everyone knows the pledge. Yeah, I've got it. Everyone knows the pledge. The intern <laughs> is hoping to run for Miss USA next year. <laughs> so yeah, this, this is because you got the people. The people are saying it's a conspiracy are the exact same people who will jump, who says that there can't possibly be a mistake, will jump down their throats when they make a mistake in news reporting. So right. it, it, they're just, it's a, what is it, uh, kind so of a hypocritical a, uh, right. this way of looking. Cognitive dissonance Yeah, because if, if, if it doesn't agree with them, you know, or then they say something they yeah. agree with, then... Like they were saying nothing about a conspiracy on Fox News when they were talking about Sarah Palin but showed Tina Fey hey, picture right. pretending to be Sarah Palin. <laughs> that was not a huge, vast conspiracy because it was their mistake. Yeah. And it was that was probably a mistake, too, of some <clears throat> schmucky intern who said, oh, I guess this is kind of Sarah Palin. They just, they just Googled Sarah Palin the first thing that came <clears throat> up. Yeah, someone filed yeah. the film wrong. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, yeah, hey, guess. Guess what, guys? It happens. Mistakes, <laughs> mistakes were made, but not by me. Anybody Anybody else have anything? Okay. Apparently the dogs do. Nope. Okay, <laughs> signing off. All right, cheers. Thanks, Thanks for listening, guys. May love Last you a long time. <laughs> the Skeptic Wire podcast theme music is by Oscar Lawn with guest mandolin by Greg Perrine. If you've enjoyed listening to The Skeptic Wire, leave a review on iTunes or leave us a voice message via the PodPosted app for iPhone. Friend us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at The Skeptic Wire. Follow our blog at skepticwire.blogspot.com or send us an email, skepticwire at gmail.com. 
You've been listening to The Skeptic Wire. 